1: Hello and welcome to the Back Pain Podcast. Today we answer one of the most common questions that we get asked both in our Facebook group and also in clinics. Should I be using ice or heat for my pain? As well as that, we also mention Dave's hatred of peas and why having a bath when you're in pain isn't always the best idea. Now, if you are enjoying these episodes, please share them with a friend or with a family member who may be suffering or you can point them in the direction of some of our free resources. They can visit our website, thebackpainpodcast.com for our newsletter packed full of tips and takeaways for your back pain and as a thank you for signing up you'll also receive our free sciatica ebook what's not to like so enjoy today's episode and we'll catch you on the next one
0: and welcome back to the back pain podcast i'm joined by the magnificent rob evan hi rob
1: hello dave how are you doing this evening
0: uh, i'm well thank you sir how are you
1: very well thank you sat in this uh, cold wet english evening
0: god bless october eh um let's run straight into it one of the questions that we get asked the most uh, really really want to be asked on the daily and we get asked a lot in group um a a lot through all socials actually um uh, do check out the satica and back pain support group on facebook um one of the big questions we get asked is ice or heat i've got pain in my back should I be using ice? Should I be using heat? There is a ton of different information out there on the web uh, saying ice or heat. Do this. Don't do this. It's quite a minefield. Uh, so no wonder people are asking us this question, Rob. Um, what, what do you say, Rob, when people ask you this? Ice or heat? What's the answer?
1: So it might be a bit difficult to say, Um but the And it doesn't really give a clear cut, but my answer to patients is it doesn't matter. Um, and the reason for that is that some people come in and say that heat helps and some people say that ice helps. Neither one is going to cause you any problems unless it's causing any more pain. So, you know, whether that's ice or whether that's heat, try both and see which one gives you the most relief. If you find that one gives you more relief than the other, stick with it. If you find that neither give better or worse relief then alternate or change between them both or try one one day and try one the next day and just work out as long as you're doing that test retest and move a bit more and see which one actually changes it then stick with that one
0: so it's as simple as that whichever one works for you
1: do it yeah um there are a few slight uh differences that i might recommend to people I think if if someone's in really severe pain um, and they can't move, I often will recommend ice in, initially. Especially if they've got really severe back pain, ice initially. Uh, it's just quite it's quite good for the pain, just to numb it a bit. And if they've got really bad sciatica, you can put kind of an ice pack down your leg or a bag of frozen peas actually down down whether that's your your buttock, your calf, your toe, your hamstring, whatever it might be. Actually, putting ice on that area is actually pretty useful to just to numb it. If you're having quite a lot of spasms, a lot of kind of muscle-type spasms and twitches and, and aching, then I find that heat's quite helpful. However, there are a lot of people who find the opposite. So those two cramps people, I will often often recommend to try that in the first instance. But as I said, each their own, whichever one really provides the most relief, have at it.
0: So if I'm sitting at home now with, with back pain, with that acute pain, let's say we try ice first. We're going to put an ice pack... On the lower back, how long for, Rob?
1: I pretty much recommend to try 10 to 15 minutes every hour or so, and then sit down, pop it on, have a walk around, take it off again, same thing, repeat next hour. And same goes for heat, really. Uh, you'll find that within, uh, within about 15 minutes, whether that's an ice pack or uh, uh, one of those hot water bottles, is pretty much changed temperature back up to body temperature within about 15 minutes. So although you can try it on there, but you find after 15 minutes, it probably won't be making that much of a difference.
0: So 10 to 15 minutes, and you can do that up to every hour. Whether it be ice or whether
1: it be heat, yeah, I think, and especially if you, if you are using actual ice, then longer than fifty minutes, just be careful. Make sure it's wrapped up in a tea towel. You're not putting, you know, proper ice packs on on the uh, on the actual skin. You know, there are stories of patients ending up with frostbite from just leaving ice on various body parts, whether that's hips, knees, ankles, or, or <laughs> lower backs, you know, f- mm. for too long a period. So just make sure you've popped it in a tea towel or in a bag if you are putting ice on the skin, and that goes for this. Um, Yeah, we're talking about ice here. We're talking about actual ice or actual frozen, you know, vegetable product as opposed to kind of an ice spray or a heat spray. Um, You know, I find, you know, those are just menthol and the heat ones are just kind of capsaicin, which is just that chili. They just give the sensation of cold or heat. They don't actually change the temperature. So I will kind of recommend proper ice or proper heat over those. But the same thing applies. If you find that deep heat gives you loads of relief and you're okay to take it, then have at it.
0: So, with let, let, let's talk topical heat then. So, topical heat things like deep heat. It's a, it's a it feels hot in the area, but it's not actually an external source of heat, is it? It's just that local vascular um, uh, vascular change which is creating heat, especially if it's from a capsaicin element. So, this is this is the actual. Uh, heat, spicy element inside of a chili pepper. Um, what makes your eyes sting and your uh, and your, um, uh, your tongue burn? They've they've isolated that chemical and they use that to create a, a vascular change in that area. But it's not actually an external source of heat to create change.
1: No, I mean yes, you will get a bit of heat from that kind of you know increased vascularization or that you know kind of blood flow flowing to the surface, which is you know one one reason why it helps um, helps reduce some of the pain. However, you know. You know, I, I would advocate using some proper heat initially, but if you get loads of benefit from using one of those creams or one of those um, gels topically, then have at it, you know, as long as you're okay with it and you've got no skin problems.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't advise it over the top of the freezer burn you just gave yourself by <laughs> not wrapping a tea towel. It um, be really helpful for your and about as well. Topical creams or sprays, they're never going to have quite the same penetration and... Uh, uh, physical change as heat and ice applied uh, so so an ice pack or a hot water bottle or similar but if you're out and about and you need a um uh, and you're in discomfort and you need something to help that can be a time when these things are really useful so if it was for say if ice really worked for you if cooling it down worked you could be using ice packs when you're at home or when you're in a an area where you can use a freezer like if you're in a, the work office if you're working from home now's a great time to be icing your lower back the freezer's just down the hall however if you're out and about at work uh, socializing and um, doing whatever it is you want to do um, then it can be useful to use those topical creams or sprays because you know you, you don't have access to an ice pack there and then
1: yeah exactly and there are Some other things you can do as well. So you can buy the poppable ice packs. I know we've spoken about them before. The reusable type ice packs, you know, you see in sports first aid kits, which you can put in your handbag or in your your jacket pocket or those sticky on heat patches. You can buy some sticky on heat things, which do actually get hot, um, which are a bit like a massive plaster that you kind of stick across your lower back or your knee or your hip or wherever else you want to add a bit of heat. And I think those do actually get hot and and change temperature i'm not sure how they work or what they do but uh you know they're, i think they're called heat patches um and i think they work a bit like those things you stick in your gloves you know when you go go somewhere cold and you get these little um oh, yeah. little ho- ho- hand hotties or whatever they're called well i think it works a bit like that and they actually change the temperature and get a bit warm so you can try some of those you know you might have had patients come in with them stuck to their back and you kind of peel them off before you have a poke and have a look yeah, um th- those type of things. Yes. Yeah, and I think when we're talking about heat as well, this you know, there are lots of other options. You know, that can be a shower, it can be a bath, it can be a hot tub, it can be a hot water bottle. You know, the one thing I often try to get people to stay clear of is going for a long bath when they've got really severe back pain. I think that if you know if they've got a lot of muscle spasm and they go and kind of relax for an hour without moving in a hot bath, sometimes they can find it really difficult to get out of. So, you know, not the so just be careful if you are doing that and make sure there's someone to might be in the house who can help you get out the bath if you are struggling or just be aware of it. But try a hot shower first and you can have a really good stretch in the shower. You know, go through any of any your exercises sometimes in the shower, you know, whether those are basic stretches or basic basic movements under the hot water. And you'll find that that often can can give you a bit of a bit of relief and a bit of ease to some of those muscle spasms and that tightness, especially in that first, you know, that first instance when you're in a lot of pain.
0: Mm um rob are you ready because i'm about to rock your world oh please do can you be team ice and team heat can you can you be a responder to, to both is it if you if ice works for you don't even bother with heat what should i do if i if i've tried a bit of ice should i discount the heat it's never going to work i'm team ice all the way or should i try Heat work?
1: no i yeah so try both um there's no downside to doing one or the other so you know i'd argue that if you're getting loads of benefit from using one i don't know why you would you know try and do something different but you know there's no downside you know if you if you find that ice really helps use it for five minutes and then switch a bit of heat afterwards you know you're only going to increase that kind of blood flow from the heat you know do you know where ice actually came from where using ice in sports uh in sports injuries and injuries actually started No, go on tell me so I, again, I'm going to get pulled up on the on the date of this reference. I'm not quite sure. I think it was in the 40s. Um, and it was 30s, 40s. And it started not medically, but only through sports when people wanted to get back on the pitch after spraining ankles during American football. And they thought if we numb the area, it would allow them to play a bit longer. So the only thing they had to do at that time was the cold bucket of Gatorade, which they had on the side of the pitch, and they used to dunk players' ankles in buckets of Gatorade to cool it down to 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 allow them to get back on the pitch. And that was the original thinking behind ice. It was to to temporarily kind of numb the pain, not necessarily to make it heal or help it. It was temporarily help numb the pain.
0: Ah, okay. So it wasn't looked as yeah like a, a a healing modality. It was just to get you through those last minutes of the game.
1: Yeah and because and the, the the idea behind ice and ice has recently become a bit controversial in a lot of kind of acute sports injuries is that well ice is is what they call a vasoconstrictor so it, it tightens up the blood vessels and decreases blood flow to an area and the problem with that is well we want an increased blood flow to an area to help help healing and help you know and inflammation is healing so you want mm-hmm. inflammation so is stopping um is stopping inflammation a good thing and you know you and it's, and it's oh, that opens up a whole nother can of worms so you know yes and no but that's kind of where it where it where it came from you know but then we use it now i recommend it now mainly for that pain relief for that kind of you know intermediate immediate pain relief numb the area when you can't move and it's really sharp and sore and painful and sciatic type pain get some ice on it as you said you're not going to do any damage yeah, yeah yes arguably you might reduce some blood flow for a little bit but if you're in that much pain it's not going to uh, have any downside
0: And it tends to be a a reflexic uh, vasodilation, so a a dilation, a largening of the blood vessels. If you take an ice pack off of your lower back, um, after about 10 minutes, you'll see it's now gone really red. It might be cold still, but it's really red on that area. A bit like when you walk in from a nice cold walk outside into a nice warm house, the cheeks go from being uh, rather cold to rather red and flushed, Um, exactly the same. So even though there is that vasoconstriction, that will then... Dilate the blood vessels will go back to um, uh, a more engorged state again, sort of you know, perfusing. I think that that was the, one of the main arguments for a while, wasn't it? That that squeeze and re- contraction, um, and then yeah. relaxation afterwards.
1: Yeah, that rebound vasodilation. Yeah, that's uh, mm. yeah, yeah, e- e- exactly right, exactly right.
0: Okay, so um, we're going to be using that ten to fifteen minutes of ice or heat every hour. There's a cheeky win in there as well because you've got to get up to the freezer twice, once to get the ice back out and wants to put it away again so that is two little trips to the kitchen or to the freezer keeping your mobility high i like that um i'm all about those little wins can you do you have to stay still when you're icing do you have to like lie down on your back um can you can you be up and about and moving
1: yeah definitely um you can be moving you can be walking you can be lying down no no preference to that or whatever is most comfortable you know i think that if you are in severe pain there's no there's no problem with just you know sitting down for sh- short periods you know we've stressed the importance of moving but that doesn't mean you have to be stood up all day every day you can rest for a couple of minutes and sit down and put some heat or some ice on it and and see how yeah and then try and move afterwards fantastic do you have a preferred vegetable which you like to recommend
0: I go with the frozen peas because I must admit I, uh, I'm i not a frozen pea fan. Uh, I'm not a pea fan at all. So I say uh, use of those frozen peas for your ankles, your backs, and your shoulders. Don't put them on your plates, folks. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I say peas and they form around well. I think you're a brave person if you're using broccoli. Um, That's far too pointy. Yeah.
1: Spinach. <laughs> like cubes uh, yeah, of spinach. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's just cruel, isn't it? Um, uh, so some good old frozen peas. I think they're the, the, the gold standard bar ice packs of cheap, quick and easy uh, ice packs. Beware, they will split if you sit on them for too long.
1: And they're reusable. That's the other thing. Do you mean split peas or split the back? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, both. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be using your, your prime rib out of the freezer there. Use the eat cheap because <laughs> uh, uh, you're going to be defrosting it and frosting it again or, or freezing it and unfreezing it again uh, multiple times. It will not be safe to eat afterwards, so folks. Don't, like, don't even try it.
1: It's like this old Tom and Jerry cartoon. So they always got a steak on their face, you know, wasn't it, when it was cold? Why is that? Um, I think it's just because it was cold. They put a bit of meat on a black eye, didn't they? It's always like a you know, cartoon thing.
0: I always wonder why you put a steak on a black eye. Oh, yes, yeah, that must yeah, be why. Uh, if you're a scientist out there specializing in staky eyes, um, do let us
1: know. Yeah, please let us know. Yeah, fantastic. Right, Dave, should we uh, let everyone know what we've got coming up this week, being recorded the next couple of days on the on the back pain podcast? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Go on, Rob. tell them, tell them.
1: So, so this week we have a special episode all about uh, serious problems that people have with back pain. So, very rarely. Um, some serious pathology and serious problems can can cause back pain. And these are very rare symptoms and these episodes aren't meant to scare anyone, but there are some signs and and symptoms that you, people need to stay alert for. So we have some experts coming on in a couple of days' time um, who have pretty much written the textbook that both, both Dave and I studied at the university and every physio and osteo and chiro out there listening will, will be familiar with these names uh coming on to talk about the serious problems people have with back pain what you have to look out for what to stay alert for what to do if you have any of these symptoms so we're going to be picking uh picking these people's brains apart on uh on thursday and fantastic yep yeah, coming up with some some top takeaways and some important takeaways for people to stay alert pay attention to and watch out for for symptoms of
0: i can't wait that's going to be uh when's that released
1: so that uh will be released uh what day is it today it's tuesday today thursday it will be released next friday so that will be friday the 30th of october all being well with editing etc
0: fantastic that is going to be an amazing episode i'm really looking to uh, looking forward to record that actually yep
1: yeah, exactly
0: oh yeah marvelous fantastic rob thank you so much for joining me this evening should i ice should i heat i think we hit it well
1: i think we did that's all perfect over and out last one No, guys. Take it easy. Take it easy.